Hello, you are listening to Forefront. This is Adam and Christina Hannon. We've been married for 17 years. We have four kids. Bonus tonight, so if it sounds like there's a bunch of teenagers down the hall playing Xbox, that's because... It's true. It's it's real life on Forefront. (laughs) Sunday Night Live. (laughs) (laughs) On this podcast, we're asking each other three marriage checking questions. What's something that's brought you joy this week? What's something that's been hard this week? And what's something that's been on the forefront of your mind? You get to start this week. What's something that brought you joy? You know what brings me joy? There is a multi-million dollar amusement park being built literally right across the street from where I work. It's awesome. Like, <laughs> now you can see parts of the roller coasters. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. It looks so fun. Oh, man. They just started putting up the roller coasters. And seriously, it's right across the street. Oh, my goodness. So I'm thinking about, like, lunch breaks. They're going to oh. be epic. Are right? you just going to go over there and, like, <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going I'm to take a lunch break. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. Oh, like man. I don't, I don't usually like splurge on myself, that's but I'm true. totally getting a season pass when it opens. Oh, that's awesome. You should. Yeah, I think you should. What a great. I mean, your job is so creative. Yeah. If you were just having a mental block, just <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go ride a ride. <laughs> I'll be back, and then I'll be better at this job. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a goal of it that first summer that it's open. I'm going to have it my goal to ride at least one ride every day, Monday through Friday, the whole summer. I'm so jealous of you. (laughs) You have the coolest life. It's true. Congratulations. (laughs) I I get to go on a cool lunch break, or maybe just after a long day of work, just hit a roller coaster on my way home. Because there it is. I don't even have to pay for parking. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> All oh. right. So what's brought you joy this week? Flare jeans are back in style. Oh, man. I am so excited. I bought my first pair again. I mean, it wasn't my, <laughs> my first pair because I had them when they were cool the last time. Mm-hmm. And now they're back. And <laughs> I'm so excited. Do you know how much fun it is to get dressed? Like, I don't even have to think. <laughs> no, it's just muscle memory. Like, <laughs> muscle what memory. do I wear with these pants? Exactly what I wore 20 years ago with these pants. Mm, it's great. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just saved my old pants, but yeah. oh well. We didn't see this day coming. I really didn't believe people when they said they'd come back around, but here they are. Yeah. And I couldn't be happier. Mm. Speaking of pants, I ordered you some pants online. Yeah. Your favorite pants. Joggers. <laughs> he does. He loves these joggers. <laughs> They're comfy. But um, <laughs> when I was checking out, you know, there's like suggested items to add to your cart. Yep. For $7, you could get a pair of mystery shorts. Mystery shorts. What are mystery shorts? Nobody knows. It's a mystery. <laughs> so you just choose your size and then you get whatever you get i don't know so i looked at the shorts on their site and i was like well they're all pretty cool mm-hmm. i don't know what the mystery shorts are but hopefully they're worth seven dollars so i asked our teenage son like do you want mystery shorts <laughs> what do they look like i don't know i don't know nobody knows are you willing to take that risk? And they came they're really cool. Yeah. They're like we actually think they're swim trunks. 
Which is great because he needed some drugs anyway. They're tropical looking. They are. They're red with flowers. I mean, they're really cool. So the funny thing is, like, we just had another half foot of snow dump on us overnight. Mm -hmm. Wake up this morning and uh, it's time to get ready for church. And he decided... Despite having to wake up and shovel the snow out of the driveway, he uh, he decided to wear his new tropical shorts and a pineapple shirt and flip-flops, and flip-flops. to church. Just to spite the weather, I yep. think. And <laughs> You got a picture of him out there doing a snow angel, too, in the church parking lot. It had to have been cold, but he wasn't going to admit that. <laughs> too cool. Too cool. Yep. Too cool to be cold. Well, it was so funny because all of his friends planned that they would wear matching outfits. So they were all going to wear shorts and tank tops and flip-flops. Yep. But then nobody else was able to make it to church because of the snow. So he was the only one who showed up. Like, it was supposed to be this whole gaggle of boys. And it wasn't. It was just him. <laughs> he was cool with it, though. He rolled with it. I'm, I'm proud of him. I think that took some guts to stand out a little bit as a teenage boy. I think oh, that was yeah. cool. I remember when our uh, our 14-year-old girl, when she was really young, she was all into the princess dresses, like over-the-top mm. Disney princess dresses. Yeah, and tutus. Remember yes, that? tutus. There was a solid year where she wore a tutu every single day. Yeah, including Sunday mornings. Yep. And we th- were thinking, ah, should she really be wearing a tutu to church? You know what? That's not a battle we really want to fight. That's not worth it. There, no. There's battles worth fighting. Wearing a tutu, not worth it. Same thing with this morning. I mean, our 16-year-old boy wants to wear shorts to church, like tropical shorts in the Mystery middle of shorts. winter. shorts. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Who saw this coming? No one. Um, not a battle worth fighting. I actually no. appreciate the creativity and individuality. If he's going to do something different, awesome. Right. Let it be this. Yeah. Yeah, great, safe way to express yourself. Yeah. (laughs) So what's been hard for you this week? Oh, I started uh, doing my age in push-ups and sit-ups. Like, uh, So like I just turned 40, so I'm going to try to make it my goal now to do 40 push-ups a day and 40 sit-ups a day. That was going to be my hard thing. Are you doing that I started doing that. Are you serious? (laughs) What are the, uh, like, same week. <laughs> you started doing your age was, in push-ups. I actually, well, no, I actually started doing 40 because I'm not 40 yet. No, you're not. You got a few years. But I figure it's coming, so uh-huh. might as well take it by storm. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's. <laughs> <laughs> take it by storm. <laughs> When I'm 40 and I get down to do push-ups, oh, I have to do 14. Are you kidding me? I have to do 40. Come on. You can do that. Which is why we have to practice. I know. So, yeah, that's on my list. You know, I'm slowly working on my 21 for 21 list. Oh, yeah. So that's on my list is to do my age, but it's not really my age to do 40. Overachiever. Mm. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's, that's funny that you started that. It is fun. Because I think, okay, so as as we get older, at least for me, for when I get older, like I want to be able to move and, and things, right? So I figure push-ups and sit-ups are kind of basic exercise things. Like you don't need equipment. Um, you're kind of basic. So if I can do that on a consistent rhythm, 
I think that'll be one, be healthy for me. Mm -hmm. And two, I'll actually increase the older I get. Right. I hope it goes in that direction. That's why I started with 40, just in case. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Just in case it doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Well, that's our heart for both of us then. Yeah. Because that's not easy, but. No, but it's great. Yeah. That's so funny. I can't believe you had the same thing as me. Hmm. Winners. Yeah. Well, what's been on the forefront of your mind this week? So our son has taken a stewardship class, which is really great. And part of that class involves uh, interviewing his parents or grandparents some questions regarding money and and how to handle it and maybe some purchases. Uh, That was one of the topics of conversation in his class this week was uh, buying a car. So he was asking us about, you know, how do you buy a car? You know, who do you ask for insight or advice when you are buying a car? Do you buy new? Do you buy used? And then one of the questions was really fun. I found this just enjoyable to have this conversation with him. What were your first three cars that you bought or owned? Hmm. Ooh, that's fun. It's really fun. On my first car, I was just given, like it was my dad's car. Yeah. Oh, I had so much fun in that Jetta. Mm. I had a sunroof. We used to have picnics on the roof of the car. We on would, the roof? We would climb through the sunroof. Did Dad know? Um, I think he knew. I know that he did not approve. Oh. <laughs> but he probably knew. If not, he does now. He listens to the podcast. So, hey, Bob. <laughs> Sorry about the Volkswagen. Thanks for the car. Um. <laughs> Maybe that's one of those things. It, it's not a battle worth fighting. Maybe that was Maybe. it. I don't know. We'll find out Ooh. when he comes to visit. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. That's fun. That <laughs> thing lasted a long time. I think 270 some thousand miles on it before it finally died. Right. And then my second vehicle, Yeah. it was your mom's old van. That's right. And she just like- We got a lot of hand Gave it to us. Yep. Except- Something when you transferred the title, you couldn't gift it or something, so I had to pay her twenty dollars. Oh sure, <laughs> just give her a caribou; she'll be, she'll be pleased. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Minivan for a caramel, whatever it is, caramel right. high rise. Oh, so I mean, what a gift! Our first, where my first two vehicles were just gifted yeah. to me, pretty much. Mm-hmm. That was awesome, and then the third one we actually bought for real, like adults. Yeah. Yeah, there was the one car that we had before we bought our own. Uh, It was also a gift from your dad. It was that red one. Oh, yes. So so we we weren't married, so it was given to you. I think you got it for like 25 bucks is what I think I heard, something like that. And uh, you didn't really want anything to do with this one. Was it given to me? I thought it was given to you. I think it was originally given to you and you didn't want it, so I got it. It was a great deal. Yeah. I'm like you could oh, yeah. pass it up, right? Right. It was such a good thing to have cuz I was between cars, so I guess you could say. <laughs> the condition it was in was almost no, it was. It was comical. You remember Fred Flintstone how he drove his car? You know, he yeah. actually didn't like push a gas pedal, he just pedaled with his feet, you know, cuz his feet went right through the floor, right? Yeah. So this car actually had holes in the floor underneath the driver. So you could actually, while you were driving, you were using the pedals, but you could see the road through the holes in the floor. Yep. Oh my goodness. (laughs) And then I remember somebody, uh, I was in college and a friend of mine asked, hey, do you have a vehicle I could borrow? I said, yeah, dude. 
great. What time should I uh, stop by and pick up the key? I'm like, you don't need a key. Seriously, like the door doesn't lock. So <laughs> just help yourself. And you actually don't need a key. You just turn the ignition by hand. Just twist it <laughs> and true. it'll start. It's so true. It's like, it what so if somebody great. steals it? I'm like, please. <laughs> No, 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 no. No, it was great. It didn't last a long time, but it really did meet the need that I had right then. Right. Which uh, being is awesome. between cars. So yep. super appreciate it. Got the money's worth because we didn't pay. And now you have a story. Yeah. And a great memory. Mm-hmm. You know, some people pay extra to see through the bottom of things like glass bottom boats which we did on our honeymoon in florida right i was looking at like over the water bungalows the other day oh just because that's what i do is it (laughs) somebody take me to one of these resorts please but there's like a like a glass bottom on these over the water bungalows and so in your little hotel suite bungalow you can see all the fish sure or you could just take the red car of your past yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anyway sorry that's, that's great fun. so that was that was on the forefront of my mind just because it was it's fun to think about the old cars you used to drive mm-hmm. uh, because it's not just it's not just a vehicle it's not just a tool to get you from point a to point b like man there's a relationship between you and that machine right there's a lot of memories oh yeah you know? yeah definitely so i bet you've got memories of your first car or cars it's fun to look back and uh, think about those relationships with those cars. <laughs> All right, what's been on the forefront of your mind, babe? I've been on this rabbit trail. I think I should be working on things. <laughs> Instead of I'm... looking at bungalows? Well, no, that's not even the rabbit trail. I needed to look at a bungalow the other night. Oh, I was man. just like, I need a tropical vacation. Mm. So I'll just look at these bungalows. And that was great. And then I got up and did my work. There you go. But anyway, I'm on this this weekend. I'm on this rabbit trail of... Joe Frazier, the boxer. The boxer. You were uh, <laughs> listening to his autobiography. I right. Think. Like, uh, this is not me at all. But <laughs> here I am on a Joe Frazier weekend, not at a bungalow, just at home. But yeah, my friend and I have been reading through John together. We're just taking a chapter a day. Yeah. And as I'm reading this, I'm just thinking about. Jesus talks so often about light and how it exposes our deeds. Mm -hmm. And it keeps coming up in the book of John and even through cross-referencing even, you know, like the book of Ephesians, it talks about this. And so I'm like, okay, obviously this is a theme that I should be paying attention to. And I'm the whole time just like hearing in the back of my head, my, my other good friend, she has this quote that she always says, I do my work in the dark of the dawn, so I'm not ashamed under the bright lights. Hmm. It's similar to this theme that I'm seeing running through scripture. And so I was asking her, I was like, where did that quote come from? And she's like, I think it's Joe Frazier. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. No idea. That's funny. That's really funny to me. And so I just looked it up. It was like a free audiobook on Audible. And so I've just been reading about Joe Frazier. But his actual quote is, he says, you can map out a fight plan or a life plan. But when the action starts, it may not go the way you planned. And you're down to your reflexes. That means your preparation. That's where your road work shows. If you cheated on that in the dark of the morning, well, you're going to get found out now under the bright lights. He was a hard worker. He didn't mess around 
Um, and that's actually how he got his place in the Olympics in Tokyo was the guy who was actually supposed to be the heavyweight competitor for the U.S. got sent home. Well, he fractured his hand, maybe. That's kind of up for speculation. But Joe Frazier was able to take that spot then because his coaches had just seen him working and working and working. Like He wasn't there to mess around. He was there even as an alternate. Like He was putting in so much work. So anyway, that's what I've been thinking about and just like reading this weekend is boxing. Sure. And it's uh, probably a PG-13 or rated higher, probably. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend necessarily i'm having a great time reading it um a really great perspective on history as well just because he was a black man who grew up in the south at a time when yes slavery had ended but segregation had not right and so a lot of the stories that he tells they're heartbreaking but they're true yeah and so I haven't finished. I honestly, I don't even know like how the story ends because I don't know anything about him other than like the beginning of his life and this quote from the middle of his life. So there it is. we'll see. The day you start watching boxing, though, that's going to be. A... Well, that's the thing. Like, I kind of want to now. Really? Well, he's he's known for this. This is this is just crazy. He's known for this amazing left hook mm-hmm. or maybe it was a left jab. I don't know. But anyway, something with his left hand. But kind of funny. So he had started boxing as a kid, just like punching this bag because his mom wouldn't let him go out for football because she thought it was too dangerous. And so she's like, well, I guess he can box because there weren't any boxing clubs. So he was just out in the backyard, like with this bag tied up to a tree. So she's like, well, it's safer than football because he's not actually fighting anyone. (laughs) But he actually injured his arm. And they couldn't afford a doctor. And so his arm like healed in kind of this funny shape. And Mm. it just like happened to be perfect for this left jab that he was always pulling. So fun. Yeah. So it it really served him well. But I I kind of want to see it. All right. (laughs) We might have to watch boxing. Oh, fun. All right. Let's do it before you change your mind. Hey, (laughs) (laughs) this has been Forefront with Adam and Christina Hannon. Thank you so much for listening. And you can find more at ForefrontPodcast.com.